0: Welcome to Critical Ditto, a Pokemon role-playing podcast run by us, listened to by you, and enjoyed every minute of by me, and also the people next to me. And the first of which is, uh, let me just uh, let me just twist this wrench, because today I'm a mechanic, I'm just fixing up uh, a machine, an engine. Ooh. Ali, tell me a bit more about it. Ooh,
1: provocatively polishing some nuts and bolts in the corner is, uh, <laughs> is, is Ali playing Kenny Mullet. Kenny is a charming yet haunted young man from Come Town on a quest to find out more about his weird poker powers. Helping Kenny on his Pokemon team, he has a Dartrix called Bowtie, a Gyarados called Moustache, um, a Salandit called Hoops, uh, a Honchcrow called Fedora, a Spiritomb called Swirly, a Joltik called Fleek, and somewhat unbelievably, a Kommo-o called King Thrush. I forgot about that. Still not over, but oh boy, Komowo stats, you guys. And on that note, I'm going to send it over to... uh... (laughs) To David Leavesley, describing how he's fixing the living fixing plus the three.
2: Car. The living plus three. Thank you, Ali. I'm over here just, uh, just buffing my chrome. Really, I'm in the in this version of the garage. I am the girls allowed long hot summer video, while everybody else is kind of <laughs> Westlife's Uptown Girl. Not even the Billy Joel version. Specifically, the Westlife version. Westline, of course. I yes. mean, while I, Nicola Roberts, am just uh, performing a a slutty dance routine on the bonnet of an old Hummer. And uh, on the subject of old Hummers, Theo is the character that I play in this podcast a sardonic former priest of the Church of Slow King andor Slaw Slow, I say andor every time. You all know what it actually is. It's only me that doesn't. I'm just very bad with proper nouns. <laughs> um, on Theo's team is none other than a Medicham with decidedly no nickname. That's very much become a plot point. A Cab a Kabuto called Cabbage. Oh, it's been a long day.
0: I do love the idea of Theo just carrying around a cabbage. Theo <laughs> claims is a Kabuto though.
2: <laughs> just this entire time, they've just been having their hair done by a, by a white cabbage, a living lettuce. <laughs> Um, And on the subject of living lettuces, Theo also has a swadloon called Hillary. We've already mentioned Togekiss. There is a barbarical, otherwise known as brobarical. And there is Jason the Combi. And that is Theo's team. And now I pass you over to the grease lightning of our group. It's none other than Tom Automatic Hydramatic Dale.
1: Dry ice fills the room and you expect Tom Dale to enter when really... He's in the storage cupboard on his 17th nicotine gum break. And tonight, I will be playing the role of Brandy, the ex cheerleader of the Pokemon Champion, who is on a mission to turn her dad back into a human being and stop him from being a Celio. On Brandy's team, she has a Lopany called Wimpy, she has a Scroopy called Gary. She has a Munchlax named Snorlioni, Dr. Bunnel B, a Meltan called Flower, and a Carcol named Lightning McQueen. I did not receive a Sujo Legendary in the last arc, and I'm annoyed. <laughs> <laughs> I, I burst out the cupboard and see my manager of the garage, Stuart Clark, and he says... Let's turn the ignition, see if this thing works. <clears throat> That's just you doing a noise. Are you going to put the key in? Oh. Yep. yep, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> I got you with that one didn't I You You, yeah, you, you yeah. tried not to laugh An absolute tried to get classic
2: Tom Dale An absolutely <laughs> yeah. classic Tom Dale gambler. You can't even finish the intros with Tom There it is The old Here ones are go. the classic He literally threw Stew under the bus that is sat next to the car in this depot <laughs> it's just
0: <laughs> Right I'm going to reverse the car back over Tom To find out what happened last time <laughs> <laughs>
1: Stop making the noise, Stew. Just get in the car and drive it. <laughs> Silly.
0: Previously on Critical Ditto.
1: Theo, I want to ask you something, and I don't want you to judge me for asking you. Okay. I don't think Kenny should come with us to the prison. we we'll are bring Kenny along to what seems like Helsinki HQ.
2: If there's one thing that we learned from watching Delch and Columbo arguing, it's that... We kind of have to leave people to make up their own minds.
0: We see Tallahassee just sort of emerging from behind a crystal. I wanted to make sure that everything was alright. And that everyone was feeling safe. Kenny, I think you and King Thrush are together. I am relinquishing my crown. Kenny, I want to support you. Whatever struggles you're about to face, I want to help you. And whether anyone else down here does as well, that's on them. That is their decision and the crowd sort of parts, and about half of them go one side and half the other, and one side kneels with King Thrush. Puts her hand on
1: Kenny's shoulder. Make sure you stay stay close to me and, and, and Theo, and Brandy jumps down the well. Kenny, before he jumps down, turns to King Thrush and goes, you coming? To the ends of the bird
2: Theo has a look at Tallahassee, following that conversation that they overheard with Brandy and appraises him for a second, and then jumps down the well.
0: No. No, no, alone. Not a chance. We can't even prove the need for the poker powered it's just theoretical. We can't risk it. Mr. N got up from the cluttered desk space he was occupying with speed, not moving anywhere in particular but desperate to escape the conversation. His face was contorted with concern. A tidy goatee occupied a prominent chin, thinning hair receding from a handsome face dominated by a green-tinted tattoo of church hieroglyphs around his eyes. His companion, Mrs. S, let her head hang slightly, her short, cropped, deep purple hair absorbing the flickering candlelight that lit the room. The low-burning wick frazzled as it toyed with the idea of extinguishing. How long had they been in here? Silence hung in the room, as if Mr. N believed the conversation to be over. There's no other way, Mrs. S said softly. What do you mean, no other way? We've been working on the other way for the past month. Mr. N returned to the desk, gesturing fervently with thick fingers at a document lying against the mess of papers. He shoved his church robe sleeves up his arms, revealing dark-haired, powerful forearms. Step one, wait for Luanne, the powerful, poker-powered prisoner, to reach the core prison. Step two, Ainsley and Abelforth secretly deliver her to us within the Church of Slaslow Chaplaincy. And Step three, open the rift and find the... Keep your voice down. Mrs. S. started. No matter how safe we think we are in this chaplaincy, we're still acting outside the wishes of the O., And the New Helsing leadership has ears everywhere. Mr N scoffed. (laughs) We can't be worrying about a pack of militarized fanatics now, too. They're insane. Which makes them dangerous, North. Mr N looked up from the paper he'd been studying. Taken by Mrs S's use of his compass point name. Her familiarity caused his heart to lift, forgetting for the briefest moment the adults of their current situation. He studied her face, noticing again the way her dark violet lips pursed gently when she was nervous. Ah, Slowking, she was beautiful. Besides, the plan is meaningless now, Mrs S continued. Luan never showed up, and neither did the Acolytes. Either we do this now, or we don't do it at all. Mr N moved slowly across the room towards Mrs S. The air in their dark cubbyhole was thick. The candles were struggling to find oxygen to burn and danced wildly in their final suffocating throes. The shadows on the wall of the small chaplaincy office moved with alacrity, like careless whooper reveling in a marshy swamp. Mr. N bent down and took Mrs. S's face with his hands. Her dawn-orange eyes sparkled in spite of her clear fatigue. Maybe we stop then. Maybe this is just too much for us. Mrs. S smiled faintly. She smoothed one of the worry lines on Mr. N's forehead with her thumb. North, you know that's not possible. This is too important. The anomalies are on their way. Mr. N paused. I I don't know what I'd do if something happened to you. But that's the joy of life, North. It's one big unknown. (laughs) One giant question. Mrs. S replied gently. Mr. N felt the sting of tears prick his cloudy grey eyes. He reached to his face to wipe the moisture and felt the tiny scarring of his Church of Slaslo tattoos. "'And what is life if we're not asking questions?' he muttered. "'I will come back north. I promise.' "'When are you going to leave?' Mr. N said with all the courage he could muster. "'Tonight. Have the ritual ready.' The candle before them finally choked with a hiss, and the room was plunged into blackness.
1: We have a problem, guys. Wow. The the Anomalies is a way better nickname
2: than the (laughs) Sofloetzals. It's so true. (laughs) So many proper nouns for us to explore in the coming episodes.
1: (laughs) Dropping in North and South. North and South. Rifts. Luan. Rift. There's a whole church plan that we've already messed up.
2: (laughs) Story of our lives.
0: Theo, Brandy, Kenny, along with your companions, Hannah and Tallahassee Bingeworth, you have been making your way through Well E, the escape well, leading out of the wild area below the core prison. The tunnel has twisted and turned. Sometimes it's been going up, sometimes it's been going down. I will say now that it probably does violate many of the laws of physics, that the fact that a well is leading upwards, but somehow... This makes sense. Something to do with the weird meteorite landscape means that this well eventually finds us going upwards towards the Church of Slarslow chaplaincy in the core prison. The chaplaincy itself is a small annex in the core prison. A main metallic door with huge bolts leads into the prison proper and is probably the most technologically advanced aspect of the entire chaplaincy. Everything else within leans heavily on the slightly archaic Church of Slaslo aesthetic. Candles adorn small alcoves dotted throughout the rooms and the strong scent of incense burns in the air. You can smell it even in the tunnel as you're getting close. The walls themselves seem to be using the natural stone in the earth, as if the chaplaincy had been dug outwards as opposed to being built purposely from the meteor crater like the rest of the prison. Pillars and buttresses support ceilings, each with their own intricate church carvings. The chaplaincy has the bare essentials for study and worship, a small fit library reading room with utilitarian furniture and desks, an incredibly basic kitchen with a fire-tight pit, a privy and some sleeping arrangements that look to be no more than flat surfaces dug into the stone with blankets atop. All in all, it's not a glamorous location for the church and definitely not as ornate as the decor you might expect from somewhere even like a regional surfloat tower. At its centre, with all the rooms leading eventually into this, is the focal point of worship, a large domed room set out like something between a prayer hall and a lecture theatre. This is the chaplaincy. My question to you is, where does well E emerge, and why is it that you are not immediately spotted?
1: On top of the tome. We are. mission solved. <laughs> I know this might well be played.
0: Well played Ali, you've won the game You <laughs> gave and me I, the I options Steve. To you,
1: sir. <laughs> <laughs> I mean you know if you ask me I'm going to say the privy I was going to say the privy as well <laughs> I was going to
2: say that uh, <laughs> secretly the well Is the plumbing system for the chaplaincy and we... I mean it makes sense doesn't it yeah. If
0: we're talking waterways and tunnels I guess I,
1: I guess we start uh, Now we're we... in Tom Dale's playground
2: <laughs> oh, Here we go no.
1: Oh, Here no. we go. Let's get some poop jokes.
2: There was also a kitchen area. There was also <laughs> a kitchen area. Kitchens have sinks, guys. Tom's desperate to use mudsport, and we just can't stop him.
1: <laughs> okay, Tom. Seeing as
0: this is your comfort zone, tell us what you know. What does it look like, you guys, coming out of Well E into the privy of the chaplaincy?
1: It's it's very utilitarian. Like no comfort whatsoever. It's almost like those old medieval kind of wooden wooden bench, just with holes at various different intervals. So that's what it looks like. It's kind of just a wooden bench that we seem to emerge from. We don't we don't really realize that's what we've emerged from. Mm. The fact that we're all covered in feces was a bit of a giveaway. No,
0: no, I don't. I don't think it's (laughs) it's been recently cleaned. Ali, what Pokemon has recently cleaned the privy? Why are we Why is this the thing I'm asking questions about? Always asking questions. <laughs>
1: Stu are in the church, okay? It's a liquor tongue, Stew, next. <laughs> 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 Welcome to my world! So I think the privy
0: privy is empty. Privy is totally empty as you emerge into it. Hannah emerges, Tallahassee emerges, Theo,
1: Kenny, Brandy. I think this is an old privy. And actually they recently, because of various like Anonymous complaints put in one normal toilet down the corridor and people just wait to use that one and wait till that one's free. <laughs> so this is totally not used. It's never. It, it was used at the beginning, but then people were like, this is madness. OK, we. I know we have a sort of duty of utilitarianism and a simple life and not using knowledge, but we can use the knowledge of plumbing. Come on.
2: The excuse that everybody uses for using the modern toilet is that the modern toilet is gender neutral, even though there's no gender sign on the uh, on the privy. <laughs> They're just like, oh, it's just it just fits with the whole thing. It that we does do. exactly. Just, we can there's... put it in.
1: Um. Okay. So you're all in the privy. Kenny, don't touch anything in here. Come on. You know what this place is. Sorry, I thought it Anna. was. I thought it was toilet paper. You can't blame me. We just came out of the room. Surely you're not thinking of using this right now. At least wait till we leave the room. It's been it's been a couple of days, guys. I'm really backed up. <laughs> Okay, Not everyone, me. leave the room. That's it. That's it. I told everyone to go on the ship. I'm pretty sure there was a place you could have gone in many of the meteorite rocks. I think in the well when we were escaping, there was some. There were plenty of toilet marks, but no. I certainly went in the well. You told me to go beforehand, but I didn't need to go then. I need to go now. All right, all right, <laughs> fine. We're all getting out. Has everyone got their church robes on? I'll take no. those. Brilliant silence. to say yes, everyone. <laughs> Kenny, put your clothes back on. We haven't left the room. <laughs> you know I poop naked. We've been oh, over there. You've Why? <laughs> several times because I don't believe in locks. Oh. Uh. <laughs> Hannah oh. cover your eyes
0: I would actually like A little refresher From Theo Because uh, I'm wearing the robes But I don't feel like I'm embodying
1: the character <sighs> That's well... a really good way Stu, to remind us What we said Because I have
2: forgotten <laughs> Well luckily I, One of my many dissertations Was in uh, The art of method acting So basically Hannah What I would like to remind you I think you can remember this For two days But no big deal uh, I guess you were Knocked unconscious earlier So it's it's fine I guess Wow
0: wow. Listen okay. it's, it's just,
2: You are usually The one that's kind of Busting our, uh, our You know Gender neutral genitals So if you could just um, Step <laughs> it up a little Let's just stop here. But um, yeah, so basically <laughs> yeah, what we're doing yeah. here. Come
1: on, 10-year-old. Get it together, <laughs> all
2: right? <laughs> this is the Pokemon world. 10 years old is a legal adult. Hannah's
1: bottom <laughs> lip starts trembling. Her tiny 10-year-old eyes like, OK,
2: I'm sorry.
1: <laughs> Look, Hannah, what is it about being in this terrifying prison surrounded by people that could easily kill you that's freaking you out?
2: Fine, all of you, I'll show some compassion. You get another tiny dose of Theo the nice person. Hannah got it and then left us. Enya got it. And then almost tried to kill me. But this time, I'll finally social compassion. Hannah, what we are doing here is we are trying to pretend. Yes that we are members of the Church Conclave. And the reason why we are doing that is the Church Conclave exists in a weird space in between normal prisoner and just the local chaplaincy in this prison for the prisoners. It was the only way we could get in and still have Pokemon on us. That is why we are here. That was always the plan. But what we are really doing here, Hannah, well, fundamentally, we came here to try and find the tome. And obviously the church will know that. But the new thing that is rather important that we should all remember is the fact that Team Helsing, who do like to kill people with Poker powers, or I mean I'm presuming killing, just because I have a violent tendency, are also in this prison. So
1: but, 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 but our main our main thing I think is we should really let's let's lock in the tome first. Let's let's see if we can just make sure we get that third tome and you know, anything else, a bonus after the fact. But I think we should be sticking very rigidly to the plan that we had. I mean let's not forget that Candy is imprisoned here. General Phillips is imprisoned here. Absolutely. We can't forget that. No, this is this is a big, big reason of why why we're here, right?
2: I can't believe that Brandy's the one telling us to stick to one particular mission, but apparently that is what's happening nowadays.
1: I'm just saying order. Let's keep an order of things, all right? Let's 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 main priority at the moment is the tome, and then we move on to General Phillips, Candy, and, and all the other poker Power people. And I'm just saying that main focus here, the reason why we're here, the reason why we came here,
0: getting the third and
1: final... Town.
0: The less we have to do with poker paws, the better. They are unpredictable at best. I agree. But see, I, I, this
1: or do I? Oh, this is going to be fun, Tallahassee. <laughs> oh, haha!
0: Ha, you got me.
1: You, you and me, you we going, got a little
2: thing going yeah, on here. Seeing and sawing, to and <laughs> tune,
1: froing. Oh, <laughs> Kenny, can you put some clothes on, please? I haven't gone yet. I'm a, nor- I'm a nervous, pooper.
2: Right. Well, while Kenny decides to, you know, complete my my dissertation euphemistically, why don't we Or all at least go? use it as toilet roll. <laughs> Which is what Adri did once and I will never forgive them. <laughs> why don't we go, have a look, try and find some information about the tome. Let's just do some reconnaissance. Okay, we're in robes. Nobody knows that we're suspicious. You've all been trained. I gave you all an education on how to talk to everybody and it was a very good education, may I say so myself?
1: I feel like we missed out one thing. Oh. We don't have fake names. Quick, come up with a fake name, everyone. Hannah, what's your fake name? Fab. F- no, you can't have Farb.
0: Florb. No.
1: flarb. No, flarb, flarb and Farb were already on a on a prisoner dossier, which I imagine okay. they think are dead. So if you um. rock up as Farb, they're going to uh, have their suspicions. Hannah, Brent. it's like Bro- you've Bro- never Bro- been a secret spy before. Rodney, okay, fine. Rodney. Rodney, Bro- Rodney, a.k.a. Hot Rod, okay? Hot Rod it's my name, Hot Rod. Yes, Hot,
2: I'm Hot Rod. Hot Rod the 10-year-old girl.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Hot Rod the 10-year-old girl is fine. Tallahassee. Fake name Ballahassee Tingeworth Okay that's sort of fine I suppose Your name's ridiculous anyway Almost the more ridiculous The better Theo fake name
2: I'll use the name That I used to write My erotica under Mildred (laughs) (laughs) I don't
1: really want to know Anything more about that I want to know th- so many things. <laughs> Balahasi, no. Kenny, fake name. What about what about what about Kadri?
2: Kadri's pretty good. Yeah, nice. Um, if I ever start snarling at you because I have to say that name again, I can only apologise in advance.
1: <laughs> no different to normal, to be honest. Yeah, oh, that's true. But what about you, Brandy? I am going to go with DiSerrano. Okay.
2: <laughs> because you're on the rocks.
1: Yes, exactly. <laughs> okay, so we've got the chance. We've got the names. We got the robes. We got this, right? Okay, we're just going to get some information gathering while Kenny does his business. I'll see you in 45 to 50 minutes. No, oh. Kenny surely...
2: <laughs> oh, I knew that we should eat more than just fibre on the boat.
1: <laughs> Fade down, Stew, please.
0: So guys, so what are you what are you actually doing?
1: We are walking out casually off the privy. The main aim is to talk to some people undercover and get some info about either the tome or people in the prison or into the church in Helsing. Just kind of, you know, you know when you go in a game, go go around, play in a game, you just talk to every single person you can. You know, you're trying to get to the person where the screen goes black and a cutscene starts.
2: Mm. Should we go as a quartet or as, a, or as two duos? What's happening here?
1: It depends how, kind of how big the room is, I suppose. Well, I would say leaving the
0: privy, I don't think the privy itself leads directly into that central prayer hall worship room. I would imagine there's a small, a small corridor leading off just so it's not immediately adjoining. The central room in the middle, and then there's like a long circular corridor all
1: around the central room where things lead off from. Got it, got it. Yeah. Big circle yeah. in the middle, corridor around that big circle, and all the other rooms come off that corridor. Got Correct. It. Guys, did you get that? That's what I've assessed this 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 layout to be.
0: As you are waiting for Kenny, two church acolytes are hurrying through the the circular corridor. Trying to get towards the main central room, and they are talking hurriedly to each other.
1: Brandy immediately confronts them aggressively. Where do you think you're going? Um, wh- uh, who is this? my who? Friend? Friend? Excuse me? Most learned is how you address me, isn't it? Most learned. Vlad, there is a, uh, there is a U rank
0: before us, Vlad. Were you aware of this, Vladimir?
1: I, I was not expecting, uh, any more U ranks here. I thought there was, we'd see, me, seen them all at, the. Uh, Initiation, but apparently there's more here. I'm sorry, acolyte. Was that a question? That sounded like a statement you made. Was it? It was rhetorical. Yes, I heard it very much from Vladimir. You know the church does not like questions that cannot be answered. So how about you answer a question that can be? Where are you off to in such a hurried manner?
0: Well, obviously we are going to. Uh, we're going to the the central room where Mister N is conducting the ritual. He needs. Uh, he needs help. He needs support from uh, from everyone in the see That's what's happening.
1: Did you not know that? Don't worry, I got you. Oh, thank you. Yeah, of course I knew that. I'm surprised that you are invited to the ritual. And I, I was wondering how well it's going...
0: Vladimir, you find this qu- this tone of questioning odd, considering the fact that the ritual has been burning for over three days now. Yes. Oh,
1: oh, got me with that cheeky vignette there, Stu. Ah, oh. Uh, <laughs> no. oh, three days that ago that vignette was. Okay. Yeah, was. <laughs> oh, way, to yes, yes. way to play. to play you there. Well done. <laughs> well done, GM. Okay. Whew. Yes, of course I know it's been happening. Oh, my name. My name is Anatoly. My name is Anatoly. Vlad is my friend. Yes, I am Vlad. Or am I? I know the ritual has been happening for 3 days. I'm asking why only now you both have decided to appear to help. Because uh Mr.
0: N wanted glass of his favorite juice, correct Vlad? Which is
1: I okay. I think did he say it was apple juice? <laughs> I think he did. I think he said apple juice. <laughs> Anatoly, (laughs) Anatoly, I'm finding it so hard to keep thinking of questions. Please, someone kill me now. (laughs) (laughs) It's really hard being in the church. We've been in the church for 14. We've been in it here for about 14 days and (laughs) I have no more questions to give. Listen, you rank. May I know your name? My name is Disarano and I believe Mr. N's favorite drink is not apple juice. It is flapple juice. Flapple oh, juice. you got it
0: wrong. Disarono, I speak for both Vlad and myself, Anatoly, here. I think we're tired of being in the church. We we were prisoners here in the prison. We've done very violent crimes. We uh, Hadn't we, Vlad?
1: <laughs> that they oh, do? Yes.
0: Tell, tell, oh, tell, really? tell Disarono what uh, you Disarono, did. Disarono, but... <laughs>
1: sit down and I shall tell you my tale of woe. <laughs> Oh, Theo, you've not got a powder to, to stop this, have you?
2: <laughs> oh, I could do it, but I'm just enjoying this so much. Please uh... tell Disarono more of their stories. I'm just going to go pop to the ritual while you all uh, go do this.
1: My first meme was at the mere
0: age of nine. <laughs> anyway, we were locked up in core prison. We were bad folk. We, look
2: at us. We're big, muscly. look Suddenly, Theo comes back and is like, I <laughs> believe that there was a... <laughs> so sorry, I seem to have forgotten. Um.
1: Sorry, Mildred. I think I think you're not needed here. I think you're needed in the main hall. To perhaps help Mister N with the ritual that's been going on for three days.
2: Right. Fine. Well, I'll just be uh mind reading both of you later, but don't ask too much about it. Um. Uh. Hot Rod. Uh. Balahasi. along. It of course, learned
0: Yes, I will most learned be there. Was that correct? Very good.
1: I'll be along in a second, I suppose. Once I hear from more from Anatolian Vlad and their horrifying life stories. <laughs> uh... I
0: actually. Do you know what, Vlad? Yes? Our dreams have been answered. The privy is finally open. How, how many years privy? have we waited?
1: <laughs> yes! People, have heard, I've heard legends of this privy! It is said that the next person that poops in that privy will immediately be granted the third mystical tome! <laughs> <laughs> it's only a legend, only a legend. Probably
0: superstition. No, I'm pretty sure! I believe it wholeheartedly. It is possible, yes? First, Vlad Anatoly, we should go. We should go to privy. Maybe we I meet a new friend there. I have questions.
1: Many uh, questions. No, there's no need to go to the privy. It's not it's not I you know, I wouldn't want to I will say it.
0: that, Disorono, but there really is, if you know what I'm saying.
1: <laughs> we accidentally drank too much prune juice instead of flapple juice and flame I mean, <laughs> <laughs> Uh, let's
0: be honest this is a run-off, Vlad and I We're having a bit Of a bad time That's, that's <laughs> the basic you,
1: How did you Get into the church Is my question Oh uh, <laughs> god well, knows
0: we, we don't really know. We were in the Max security level Of the core And we realised The only way We were gonna get To play any Basketball in the yard Was if we joined The church Isn't that right Vlad
1: Oh you should See the church's Basketball team
0: It's strong Especially with us on it Cause we're We're, we're like Seven foot tall Right uh, At least
2: Sorry I just heard That there were Some seven foot tall um, People <laughs> so Military. I no, no, okay, no, yeah, no, I'm, I'm I am going. Get I am going. The
1: information.
0: So basically we were drafted like sportsmen to the chaplaincy team
1: <laughs> We got a scholarship. <laughs> we got a scholarship
0: <laughs> we- <laughs> to- <laughs> Don't get me wrong, we should be locked in a dark, dark room yeah. for many years. But here we are! I suffer serious anger issues and when I lose people's heads roll. oh, Oh, they get hurt. I once threw a guy into the basketball hoop. <laughs> It still counted, which was weird. You still got the We points. won the church championship with <laughs> we that. It did, was incredible. We did win. It was wonderful. <laughs> wait, wait. Where did Tissorano go? Oh, no, well. I'm
1: still here. I'm just... My head's in my hands. <laughs> that's all.
0: Anyway, you're right. We need to go to get the flapple juice. We need to get the flapple juice. I've definitely
1: become a different
0: man. I know. I've been about three or four different people. That's the beauty of Vlad and Anatoly. Let's go,
1: Vlad. Okay. Bye, new friends. Bye-bye. See you soon. Bye, Anatoly. Bye, Vlad. Hi guys, I'm back from pooping. Um, the others have gone, Kenny. So I guess me and you are, are bringing up the rear. Whatever you do, don't talk to Anatoly or Vlad. If you meet any characters like that, don't do it. Who's Kenny? Wink. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, very good, very good. Oh, I shouldn't have said the wink. What was your uh, what was your what was your code name again? <laughs> Kadri. Kadri. I I know I've been pooping for a long time, but really I thought she'd be better. It felt like an eternity, and that wasn't just because I was sat here in silence. That would have been much better.
0: This is going really well. So, now, now that everyone's together, <laughs> where are you actually going?
2: I guess we go to the ritual.
0: It sounds like the ritual is the focal point, definitely. Yeah. Well, hold on, Stu. Let's give
2: oh? apple Juice side quest a little We consider. literally just did a juice side quest. We just did a whole arc themed around juice. That was goomy goomy juice Oh
0: the goomy juice It was an open goal It was right
2: there No Because that's what I thought You
1: wanted Ali to say So Ali saying apple juice Was amazing It was so good It was an amazing moment It was just
0: just superb So you Okay Are you heading to the ritual room We are heading To the ritual So as you And I think you enter Through the back It's like a lecture hall Fia's favourite entry point (laughs) I was going to say If you weren't (laughs) (laughs) You enter through the back of the room. And as we've said, it's set out kind of like a university lecture hall. So I think it's it's raked, it's sloped. And you start at the back, there are rows of... Theo, you obviously know more about church architecture than I do. What does a church lecture slash prayer hall actually look like?
2: I would say that one of the crucial design elements is that across all of the stone in this room, which I think is kind of like a dull rock, there is cuneiform kind of glistening across all of the stone. There is some sort of enchantment across the entire room. Educational runes all around the room.
0: Tom, what stands out about this particular lecture hall, prayer hall... That makes it more of a prison chaplaincy Than uh, a surfloat tower
1: Well it's manned by Seven foot basketball team There's like a hundred people over seven foot It's mad I do quite like the idea that all the other acolytes Currently in the chaplaincy
0: are the rest of the basketball team
1: Yeah nice Can I also add one thing is that what what also does differentiate this um, prison chaplaincy to another chaplaincy is that all the books look very... Um, there are books, obviously, everywhere. I think they all are very well worn. There are lots that have got those worn-out covers. Everything feels, like, handed down. You nice. know, every, all, the, all the church robes that people are wearing are kind of handed down as well. Our, our robes actually look a bit immaculate. <laughs> Too pristine. Yeah, no, no, I like that. And they they probably don't fit very well, especially well, yeah. <laughs> if there's a lot of massive dudes. If one fits a 10-year-old girl... <laughs> Another one is for a seven-foot
0: basketballer. So as you enter the back of the lecture hall and position yourselves probably in one of the backermost rows of this sloped seating area, you are struck by an awe-inspiring sight. A figure with thinning hair and a prominent chin and green church hieroglyphs tattooed around his eyes is pacing nervously at the very front of the lecture hall. And just behind him is this pulsing rift in the fabric of existence. A portal ripping through reality, emanating a spectrum of colors so vast that it alternates between visible aurora and nauseating ultraviolet. The pacing figure looks exhausted and malnourished, as if he hasn't left this spot in some time and hasn't had his flapple juice. The portal itself looks similarly ragged, Tendrils of light puncture the space around it like flares on the surface of the sun. An imperfect instability echoes in every spectroscopic pulse as if its grip on this point in the universe is slipping.
1: And that's what you see. I really wish I had a good enough memory to be able to repeat that verbatim so I could say, like, is that a rift pulsating through? <laughs> ripping through the fabric of the entire universe with a glistening aurora? If you edit this episode, go to town. Have fun. But yeah, so
0: you're at the back. There are a few acolytes, very tall basketball acolytes dotted uh, around. They're either observing, maybe some of them are chanting. Actually, that's a really good question. David. Yes. Which is the hottest of <laughs> 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 David, what about the portal immediately tells you that it is unstable? I'd also like the idea that maybe some kind of Pokemon is... Or Pokémons is is helping with the ritual. Yep. we know we know how these church rituals yep, work. Nice. We have like they have like designated circles, don't they? Where yeah. a Malamar would be or something be. Yeah. so.
2: So we've established in the past that we kind of have these like rune circles or like spell circles yes. that are drawn. I think that in this one, because it is so complicated, the ones in the ritual we saw in the train, even though those were complicated, were still just one circuit of different points. In this one, there's sort of three or four rings and they're kind of moving like the rings of a lock on a bank safe and they're not ever lining up in any way. And if they do connect, they just start like spinning back off. Um, And Pokemon wise, in this situation, there are two Tubaheim,
0: Tubaheim. Do they look like they're struggling?
2: Yes, they are both making a series of sort of dial-up noises, but they are, um, but they are completely out of harmony with each other. Like they sound like they're on completely different, they're completely different keys. Like they actually, they're quite grating.
0: There's a horrible chorus in this room then of, of grating, horrible noises amongst what I imagine to be this pulsing. <laughs> yeah. From the from the portal itself.
1: <laughs>
2: wow, <laughs> that was a masterpiece.
1: Can I ask a quick question about those rings? Were of they you can. on? Were they like above us on like a, in like a planetarium-esque thing, or were they on the floor, or were they just literally moving everywhere?
2: In my mind, I was picturing that if we are doing a lecture theatre in which the seats end in like a semicircular stage. That we can yes, see yes. we can see like half of the rings underneath the wall at the back of the room, kind of turning on the floor on the podium.
0: Great. Alright, so Theo, you'd probably also recognise Mr. N, the one pacing at the front, as this is quite quite a prominent church figure. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so
1: guys, what do you do? Well, I wonder if that rifts anything of interest.
2: I'd really like it to be an optical illusion, discerno, but
1: Mildred? Mildred Uh, Any idea No No You're hot rod Hannah Come on Get it together (laughs) Mildred No sorry Brandy
0: Slightly Slightly distracted By the spectroscopic Oh man That's not a good one For Hannah
1: (laughs) 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 Theo Do you know What what that rift Could possibly be
2: In church teachings We do have this idea That things are beyond doors A lot in books And we don't really know What those doors look like And some people Have suggested That maybe those doors Were connected to the rituals Like the ones we saw on the train when they tried to get rid of the tome so those rings that we're seeing on the floor those are the rings of a church ritual they are a spell being cast so the suggestion is that i guess they're trying to open some gateway
1: i mean do we think the tome is through that rift or if it's not do we really even need to be here i know this might be the perfect cover if we want to to get deeper into the prison
2: i do think that you're right but um do you see that person there with the strangely sexy tattoos on their face. That is Mr N, that's one of the leaders of this church inexplicably, a gender-neutral church that's four most important members all use gendered pronouns in their names. But, I mean, I kind of enjoy it as an idea that... It's
1: got to be intentional. <laughs> it's got to be intentional.
2: It's the idea that gender is a construct until you're actually in power and then suddenly it's important.
1: <laughs> so who had strangely sexual and gender is a construct on the Theo Bingo card? This episode? <laughs> <laughs> Just episode?
2: Because I, I feel like I'm close. Well, well, DeSorono, you actually... That's actually a <laughs> sentence that was said in one of Mildred's eroticas. So uh, if you want to... <laughs> you can probably tick that off the bingo card as well but no the most important thing here guys is that yes this is a great cover we don't know what this ritual is but mr n there is one of the most powerful people in the church if anybody's gonna know where the tome is it is him we can search around as much as we want but if we can get him to give us some information and it looks like this ritual's not working if we can fix it in some way do
1: you think you could fix this theo this looks this looks out of control i mean those two Pokemon there are making the worst sound ever.
2: Disarona, are you deaf? Have you never heard your own voice? Okay, no, yeah, um, so...
1: <laughs> oh! Yes, no, I've, I've heard my own voice. What What about it? don't n- I really know what you guys are talking about because I've been told I've got a lovely voice. I'm just checking the contract here and it says yes, yes Brandy, you do have a lovely voice. Right, I do have a lovely voice. Am I... I've never heard... Oh, for one second, Brandy takes out the Pokedex. Record function. No, I refuse. I refuse. absolutely will not. No, no. Pokedex, I just want you to record a little bit of my voice. I don't voice. want your voice in me. That's no, it. No. I'm just going to put my voice in you. Okay, I'm pressing the record button. Pressing oh. it down. Hi, my name's Brandy. What do you want? Play that back to me. Play that back to me right now, Pokedex. Hi, my name's Brandy. What do you want? Oh my God. I can't believe I sound like that. That's not what I sound like in my head at all. What do you sound like in your head? Hello, it's me, Brandy. <laughs> Wonderful for you to join me here in my room. Would you care for a dishonour? Is this your mind yes. palace where he just... This bought- is <laughs> mind palace. Please refer to me as the governess. All right. Let's get to this Mr. N character. So Theo, you reckon you reckon you could convince this Mr. N that you could help with whatever spell they're doing?
2: The sexy, handsome, gorgeous, uh, sorry, uh, acolytes that we ran into earlier, they they suggested that Mr. N was looking for help with the ritual and maybe that was Flapplejuice or maybe that was the greatest mind ever in the church. You
1: know how to contact Adri Monsk, the greatest mind in the <laughs>
2: church. Great, Theo, My yes. God, you it, Theo. Genius. Genius. Theo? Theo. That's so bad. Get on the phone. Why would I contact my research assistant? <laughs> <laughs> if you don't think I'm the greatest mind of the church, fine. Watch this. And Theo just strides over to Ooh, Mr. Ed. Oh,
1: I like it. Oh, yes. yes. Oh, okay. now I see Theo in their element. And I
0: love it.
1: Who's that, that Pokemon?
0: Pokemon?
1: hello welcome to the formian nation it's me tom dale your host uh and my three uh <laughs> my three weathermen um because we do we're three weathermen in uh, in it's formia it's a raining man. stu can you tell us about about the desert region uh dry really dry. dry david can you tell me about the wetlands
2: oh dry really dry
1: ali can you tell me about the sky weirdly also dry wow Well, we're coming at you live from Mars. That's right, Formia's on Mars. We need water
0: so badly, we're all so dehydrated. Well, we can't
1: give you a water, people speaking through the TV monitors, but what we can give you is a midsection. This midsection comes from Bradley Smock. Thank you, Bradley, for emailing. Bradley writes... I'm sorry, that sounds like a <laughs> fake name. It <laughs> yeah. like a Charles
2: Dickens character. <laughs>
0: pip, pip, hello there, my name's Bradley Smock, <laughs> and I've just come to peek through your window, I have, and look at the treats inside. Oh, me. Is that a roasted
2: peel? It's either that or it's like a sort of Long Island aristocrat where it's like Bradley Smark of the Long Island Smarks.
1: <laughs> well, well done for working out email, Bradley, if you are either a complete gentleman, too out of touch to use technology, or a Victorian chimney sweep. Either way, it's impressive. Bradley writes, Hi, Critical Ditto. I have an idea for the highly requested Zerua breeder. His name is Zoe. They own a secret breeding operation in the dark forest. They will sometimes find random people walking around and just hand them a Zerua egg. He also, in the dead of night, just drops off a bunch of Zerua in the tall grass, and has a team of two Pokemon. A shiny Zerua, and a Zororok. But there is a person after him, and I'm going to let you guys decide on who that is. Thank you for doing a good podcast. I like that Bradley
2: said "good" there and not "great." It's like I'd recommend it to some of my mates, but not all. Frankly, if we were being recommended to all of somebody's friends, I would recommend having a more diverse group of friends. Like, I mean, we're a, we are a niche, we are a niche interest podcast. Very much get out
1: of the echo chamber. I'd agree. Come on. <laughs>
2: <laughs> this is four white guys telling
1: you to diversify Diversify for the love of God Do it So there we go Zoe, he is a Zorro breeder in the Dark Forest We don't have a Dark Forest location No, I was more interested <laughs> in the Dark Forest What else is in the Dark Forest? So
0: the location is the Dark Forest It's not a Dark Forest Well,
1: the thing is Bradley did not use capital letters So Bradley said the Dark, uncapitalised But Forest was capitalised with an F Okay. So I wonder if the location is the for is forest, but it's it's just dark, which also suggests that there's a kind of light forest as well. <laughs>
0: yeah. Man. Okay, I like that. I like there are two separate forests in Formia: the dark and the light, and also Ratuno. <laughs>
1: there's three. <laughs> the third one. Well, Ratuno changes, mate. Sometimes light, sometimes dark. It's like sometimes yeah. It's like night and day. It's weird. weird.
0: Really strange. Yeah. Weird that forests that. do that. Yeah.
1: Might I suggest that this rival that's after Zoe is therefore from the light forest and
2: is Ooh, just full
0: of
1: like love fairy that.
0: types. Love that. So the dark forest presumably is where all the dark types in Formia hang out, right? It's gotta be. Or maybe it's
2: like Greenland and Iceland, where Iceland is actually very green and Greenland is actually very icy. <laughs> and actually the dark forest is, is full of beautifully incandescent Pokemon, just like Illumise like as, as well. far as the eye can see. Yeah. yeah,
1: fairy types—they don't want to be surrounded by you know cotton candy houses or stuff like that. They want to—you know—they <laughs> see that every day in the mirror. They it's want sensitive. Exactly, they want to stand out against a, a a dark backdrop. Maybe there's a, a Romeo and
0: Juliet-style Montague Capulet thing, and Zoe, the Zarua breeder, is trying to bridge the gap.
2: Maybe Zoe, the Zerua breeder, is breeding what the Zeruas that we currently know, but there is a Formian Zerua, which is pure fairy type. And this is oh! like this is like a grey red squirrel situation. So we've yes! had native yes! fairy Zeruas for years. And Zoe came along and was like, I think I like the dark type ones more. They're just kind of cool. Like, I just feel like I want the dark gym leaders here to have like a cool, shape-shifting Pokemon. And so just started like breeding them like mad. Do
1: you ever hear about the uh, the sort of story of when like Uh, A town has loads and loads of birds So they release loads of lizards to get rid of them And then they're overrun Mm. by lizards So then try to get rid of them with something else And it spirals on like this Ali, I think the story you're referring to is the old
0: lady and the fly.
1: I, I prefer the old man and the lizard and his birds. <laughs> <In> the village, <laughs> In the village. You're right; that is better. Ali, that is better. Do you know? Do you know? What? I was actually <laughs> mixing up with the Simpsons episode where they literally use lizards. Simpsons did it. Yes, yeah, Simpsons did it. It's sort of. It was quite helpful bringing a new species into Formia, but now actually, it's gone. It's gone to the extremes because so many people have these zaruba eggs and zarubas <laughs> that. They're now the dominant species. So now we're saying who, the people after or person after Zoe are the Conservation Standards Agency, <laughs> yeah. who are just outraged. Sexy,
2: sexy <laughs> Conservation yes. Standards Agency.
1: It's Pepper Lycanhope. It's Pepper Lycanhope, head, Beepa, like, head of the Pepper Conservation Lycan, Hope. Standards Agency. Pepper Lycanhope, who is
0: Gigi's submitted character from Foul Play at some point. Pepper Lycanhope is a grass-type specialist studying to be a doctor who we've sort of put into our world as uh, a, a plant-type expert who solved the great fungal, fungal forest. Oh, another forest we have in our world, which I forgot about. <laughs> the fungal forest mushroom problem. But I love that. I love Pepper Lycanhope being head of the Green Lobbyist.
1: Yeah, the Formian Conservation Standards Agency. The FCSA. FCSA. Uh, absolutely.
2: Is this what happened to Pepper after solving the case of the, of the fungal forest? Because it was like a promotion like, had managed to end a pandemic... Oh, wait, I'll use a different word. Had managed to end a viral plague, and uh, they were like, you know what? <laughs> yeah, that's much better. David, <laughs> Thanks, David. <laughs> much better.
0: Thanks for making me feel better.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> so maybe this is just like a promotion from... I mean, all agencies go back to the Pokemon League, don't they? So I guess it's probably just the Pokemon League.
1: So is, is, is Pepper Lycanhope, that person they refer to at the end, who's who's hunting them then? It's gotta I be, yes, so. yeah. I Yes, I think, I think so. so. I would just say that I guess... Zoe, the reason Zoe is putting Zeruas in random people, like giving out Zeruas, is just to try and fix his own mess. He knows that the Zerua, the Zeruas breeding has gotten completely out of control, but just can't... These Zeruas, they... Can't stop banging. <laughs> they are. It's... <laughs> that's what you find out about Zaruas is that they don't have a mating season it's always mating season in zaru'a land. unfortunately the personality types of these Zaruas is also horny Actually, Ali that's their nature plus speed <laughs> <laughs> minus defense <laughs> Bradley thank you for finally giving us the zarua breeder that this world definitely needed <laughs> um, to explain the mass amount of Zaruas if you have a idea for a non-player character or a location or an item or another Zerua breeder because why not email us at criticalditto at gmail.com we we have a lot of suggestions in our inbox and yes we are behind because we are we are just trying our best and um but if you (laughs) if you have an idea that cannot wait an idea that must be shared with formia immediately and again by immediately i mean in about four months' time, you can join our Patreon at patreon.com forward slash criticalditto and you can sign up to our Patreon at the champion tier and you get your midsection character right in there at our next record. We just throw them in. Other weathermen, Uh, could you, could you, uh, oh no, oh no, he's floating away in the dry. Wait, wait, the rains, the rains are coming, (laughs) praise, slow king, oh. And that's church today in the driest of regions, Mars. (laughs) Who is that Pokemon? (laughs) It's Behem!
0: So, Theo, you have broken off from the rest of the group at the back of the lecture hall. And are striding confidently down the steps towards the center stage at this front, where Mr N is still pacing in front of this vast, unstable ritual held together by its bare bones by two Behem struggling. Now you're in disguise, mm. Theo? Is this correct? Mm, Yeah. Could you tell me any more about your disguise that's obscuring the fact that you are Theodosia?
1: Theo's come dressed as Mr. N Cosplay.
2: (laughs) 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 Thinking thinking they would never run into Mr. N. (laughs) I think Theo, knowing that Theo's face was the greatest risk when Theo was picking the robes, because I think we established that Theo didn't get the highest ranking robes. Like, annoyingly, Brandy got the highest ranking robes. But actually... Theo chose the robes that they got because they are the ones with a sort of ornate facial covering that is designed for, like, a specific group of church beekeepers. I don't know. That's the... <laughs> so uh, Theo's <laughs> okay. Theo's got a little bit more of, like, a chainmail veil. A chain veil, one might call it. Some sort of headdress. Not a paladin headdress, but something similar. So it's... The face is somewhat obscured.
0: But your... So your face is obscured... You're in sort of Vesper mode. Yeah. How are you approaching
2: Mr. N then? What's your tone? Theo starts, it's kind of like when you see a celebrity in a restaurant and you and you build up all the confidence and you're like, I'm going to ask them for a selfie. And so Theo started off with all of the courage in the world. Theo is stri- Theo is desperate to prove that they are the greatest mind in the world. And Theo is marching down those stairs. And then the nearer that Theo gets, Theo's like, oh my God, I'm about to talk to Mr. N. Oh my god, I'm so <laughs> And just slowly but surely, it becomes like weirdly timid until Theo gets to the bottom and, and Mr. N is there, sort of pouring over books. Like, there's the sound of the behemoth. It's quite loud now at this point in the room. Yeah, yeah. And then Theo basically just talks to Mr. N in a voice that I can only describe as two dads who don't know each other at a barbecue asking how they got there. <laughs> and so Theo is just stood there and goes, Is this a uh, four ring ritual? Excuse me? I haven't seen one of these before, sorry, I'm just, uh, <laughs> is, is this a full ring ritual using, um... Who told you you could get this close? Oh, um, my my dearest apologies... You might,
0: careful, you might you might disturb one of the rings. D- get away, do you know how dangerous it could be if you disturb one of the rings?
2: Actually, yes, I do know how dangerous it can be. I'm, I have some knowledge in, uh, church rituals. I've actually followed your work for years. Your, your work on being able to build, a uh, uh, hexagonal spell enchantments was actually, um, It really spoke to me when I was planning my dissertation, so um, I'm just wondering if I could um, have a bit of a tinker with you. I mean, with the rings, not with you, obviously. I mean, I'd love to (laughs) do that with you, but I wouldn't. Obviously, of course, I wouldn't want to do that because you're you're Mr. Ed, But what I'd love to do is be able to maybe... I heard that you needed some help, and I can't offer you any flapple juice, obviously, um, but I could maybe assist you with this ritual. I actually just worked with Mrs. W on a ritual... Re- recently.
1: Oh, I love it! It's it's one of those. It's it's a lie, but so wrapped in truth. It's so brilliant. <laughs> I
0: guess I guess you should roll Theo plus
2: charm. Rolling, okay.
1: Wait, we, we haven't done that in ages. Why? Joy is that the Vlad and anatoly scene was nowhere near high stakes enough for a roll. we just had to we just had to take their backstory yeah. <laughs> it was bulldozed yeah, that us. was that was crammed down your mouth and any <laughs> whatever <they laughs> means you wanted
2: theo to absolutely nobody's surprise is a zero in charm even after a level up last season i just don't think it's in character to be anything more than a zero so let's see uh, how the dice roll oh okay so it's a three and a four for a seven so a mixed success Ooh. Theo,
0: you've you've said your spiel, and Mr. N turns to you, and the eyes, these grey eyes within these green, tattooed hieroglyphs just look so tired, so exhausted. <sighs> I'm 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 sorry. I'm just so tired and so worried. You say you, you you say you can help. Prove it. It's all very well talking, but if we're gonna be successful here, we need actions. What are you gonna do?
1: Earn this trust. Earn this trust. Come on! I quite like it as well, because Mr. N's obviously so.
2: Desperate for Like yeah. he's so tired yeah, yeah. That
0: he's just He's not questioning Who who are you yeah.
2: yeah he's like I'll take help And like all he's All he's got are the jocks At this point Like all he's got are, <laughs> What he needs is Gabriella And all he's got is Chad
0: Someone in the back just goes Have you tried a
1: buzzer beater
2: <laughs> I could dunk it I could dunk the ball. <laughs> I I think that Theo... I think Theo has one brief thought. Right, just look at the rings. Because the rings are not matching. The rings are, are fighting with each other. Something needs to be put in it. And Theo is looking at them and thinking about how... Theo knew that, uh, that when they were looking at the ritual that it needs to be the slow poke that was put into the ring before. Theo was able to diagnose that before. And so Theo looks at these rings... And is trying to figure out what could be powerful enough to be able to solve it. Is it going to be a Pokémon? It can't be a legendary Pokémon. None of us could be expected to just go find a spectriae to be able to finish this ritual. It has to be something more doable. And then Theo thinks, "Well, what's as powerful as a legendary Pokémon?" And Theo thinks, "I am afraid that the answer is poker powers." Yeah. So I don't think that Theo is. I don't think did. Theo's like Kenny's the answer, but I think Theo is like. Poker powers are going to be the answer to this ritual.
0: Is that what you say?
2: I think that Theo looks at these rings and almost without being able to stop themselves just goes Poker powers.
0: Ren stops for a second and turns to look at your veiled face once more, Theo, and goes, Yes, I know. Of course. We could use Poker Powers, but we don't have the Poker Powered. How many times? She never showed up. Who is she? Luan.
2: The O'Hara incident woman.
0: Yes. One of the most powerful Poker Powered ever recorded. She was on her way to the core prison. We were going to intercept her and use her.
2: Mr. N, the prison is full of poker-powered people. There, there must be somebody here who's, who's able to do it.
0: None of them were powerful enough. We checked, we tried, we ran
1: the numbers. The calculations were off. Apparently 20 points and 15 rebounds per game is not considered impressive around here. Well, that's your choice, Mr. N. <laughs> <laughs> yes, thank you, Vlad. <laughs> I was the third draft pick, just FYI. But no, apparently not good enough. No, you you have to you continue with your conversation. I'll be over here just being an incredible choice. Oh, for the basketball there
2: team. he is. I so I think Theo looks at it and, and Theo is beginning to have a realization somewhere. And Theo is like, multiple poker powers? Can that not be?
0: The runes don't align. Of course, I've tried. I've run every theoretical problem in my head a thousand times over, and you can see the the frustration and the rage start to pour out of Mister N again before he holds it back. I just I can't. I can't lose her and it's been too long. This thing is about to collapse.
2: What are you going to lose? What's in there? What's happening? She
0: is, Mrs. S. Oh my
2: God, Mrs. S, oh my God. Oh, <laughs> oh my God. Oh. Oh my God. Oh. oh my God. Oh, okay. Um, be cool, be cool, Theo. Um, oh, Mrs. S is just in the glowing, glowing rift. No, so why is she in the, why is she in this Aurora Borealis in the middle of a lecture theater in a prison?
0: At this time of year, <laughs> in your kitchen.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Mrs S stands for steamed.
0: <laughs>
2: She's gone after the third tome. You knew that. You were at the chaplaincy briefing, right? Yes, of course. Yes, <laughs> yes, of course. But i always ask questions. Who are you? Oh, I was. Um, I, uh, I. You, you
0: come. To, you come to me with solutions. Who? Well, are you?
2: um, when I when I said that I. Works with Mrs. W once before. Um, I Maybe you heard that she um, uh, lost a Sloking duel to, uh, to a very powerful uh, former church member. I was, the, I was the church member that prepped her for that Sloking duel, and I was sent here uh, for my uh, failures. That's why I'm here, because I just wasn't as clever as the brilliant Th- Theo.
0: As you sort of trail off, Mr. N looks at you with those grey eyes again. You get the feeling that, unless you're going to provide something more solid for Mr. N... In this moment, he's probably gonna ignore yeah. you from this point on. Listen, I have important things to focus on, so unless you have something clear and obvious to tell me, don't waste my time. And he goes back to poring over the behem and the
1: books. Unless the you've got Luan, or at least Blob and Far, <laughs> then I am not interested. They are really strong. Together, they can cry acid rain. <laughs> How cool is that!
2: Theo stands there and uh looks back up at Kenny who is performing a dance waving at the
1: end <laughs> yeah what's Kenny what's Kenny doing that's really innocent um Kenny Kenny's just shooting hoops with one of the basketball guys
2: you're shooting hoops <laughs> <laughs> oh
1: my god no yeah you're shooting hoops don't shoot hoops they're not that bad they'll get better Alley. Saladid Saladid I think, well, I think I think he heard someone say the word hoops and then is now teaching hoops how to play basketball. But if anything, hoops is teaching Kenny how to play basketball.
0: Side note, does anyone want to see the full list of poker-powered rankings? Because oh, now I'm yeah. suddenly
1: super interested if, Mate, if Mr. N has that document. Well, do, want to know where Kenny's sitting in the poker power seedings. I think they're a poker-powered sticker. There's a poker-powered sticker book. And I think, <laughs> I think they're of stickers. I think very much like poker-powered cards. They don't have Pokemon cards. They've got <laughs> poker-powered cards. It's like Top Trump's. <laughs>
2: I think Theo looks up at Kenny and then turns to Mr. Wren and says, "Uh, give me five minutes. Whatever. I don't think Theo is set. Theo is not set in this situation of like, well, time to sacrifice Kenny. But I think Theo is like, I'm about to have a tough conversation with Kenny.
0: (laughs) What's your body language as you move? Obviously, you left very confidently, very stridently. How do you look as Theo is ascending the stairs to the back of the lecture hall?
2: There is there is some real chaos going on in Theo's mind because Theo is now effectively trying to redo all the calculations that they know that Mr. N has already done incredibly accurately. But then the further and further away Theo gets, Theo is just like, Oh my god, I just spoke to Mr. N. Oh my god, I just spoke to Mr. N. And so by the time they actually get back to Kenny, they're just like, Oh my god, I just spoke to Mr. N Oh my god, you will not believe how amazing. Did it work? Did you fix did you fix his rift? Oh, um, Well, I think I might have found the answer, but I don't think we can do anything with the answer.
1: What on earth does that even mean? Kenny runs up to the group, slightly sweaty, and goes, Guys, it turns out if you stop dribbling, you're not allowed to just keep on dribbling. Kenny, can you wipe the drool from your face? i oh, sorry, sorry. <laughs> I think dribbling means something else, Kenny. That explains a lot of looks I was receiving.
2: <laughs> Theo's is staring at Kenny fondly with the look of somebody about to just having a rare encounter with a, with an ill relative. So basically, the rift down there is how they are accessing the third tome.
1: Amazing! That's great. We know where it is. We just gotta go yep. in the rift of death. And get it.
2: Well, first of all, guys, I think it's important to remember that we still don't I mean, obviously Mr. Red is like the greatest mind ever and like Mrs. S is in it. I mean if you don't know, Wait, she's kinda of like this I sort thought of
1: you were the greatest mind ever.
2: Like, okay like, Kenny, like this is not the time to remember something, okay? Like let's not let's <laughs> let's not play the remember Theo game, shall we? <laughs> 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 I mean thank you, my placid, but um but no, because as <laughs> He's saying that Mrs. S, who is amazing, is in that rift trying to get the third tome. That is a Schrodinger's tome. We don't still, we still don't know what's going on. But I think that the only solution to being able to access that rift and pull Mrs. S out, tome or no, is somebody poker powered. But not just somebody poker powered, somebody really powerful and poker powered.
1: If only we had someone powerful with poker powers with us. Do you know what would happen to someone? Poke powered. Yeah, is this risky? Is it risky? Because it's rifty. Well, hey, Kenny. I, I don't. I, I don't mean <laughs> oh, to. Oh, Kenny. <laughs> Sorry. I'm trying to keep it light. You know, we remember that time when I dribbled. Hey.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what's going to happen to whoever we use, which is why I'm not here to say that we offer anybody up. But I'm just saying if we want to try and do something with that rift, that is the only way to solve it.
1: Theo, did you say that is it Mrs S was in the rift?
2: According to Mr N, yes. Again, remember that Mrs. S and Mr. N are the same as that Mrs. W that we met on the ship, so I'm not saying these people are necessarily good or trustworthy.
1: But didn't we also meet Mr. E, who tried to save all the people in the tower?
2: Oh, that's why he was called Mr. E. Ah, oh, I really <laughs> should have asked more questions on that one.
1: He was just one big mystery. Hey: Very good. <laughs> Theo, if there's someone stuck in that rift and I am the only answer, then come on. We can we can cut
2: the bullshit so we all know how this is going to play out. But Kenny, you don't know what's going to happen, Hannah. That's never stopped me before. When Kanan wasn't sure what was going to happen to that slowpoke, they pulled them out. And if I see even the moment that there is pain on your face, I'm going to pull that slowpoke out of that proverbial ring. You are the slowpoke in this allegory. I'd like to just clarify. I know that you're oh. not very good with metaphors, but
1: well, I thought I was the ring actually, and I thought I'd got it.
2: But... Oh, okay. No, that no, yeah, but that.
1: <laughs> One day I'll be as smart as you, Theo. Oh. So wait, wait, we've got to go we've got to go in. We got to go into the into this dangerous rift. That's that's what
2: Kenny's got to do. I mean, I don't know what's going to happen. I think Kenny just needs to be part of one of the stations of this ring, but I don't know what's going to happen after that happens. I've got nothing else. I'm sorry.
1: You don't have to apologize, Theo. We all know I'm going to do it. I think Kenny starts slowly walking, looking looking at the gun. I think Kenny just mouths to Brandy and to Theo. Don't worry. I trust you two. So as Kenny starts this long walk down the lecture
0: hall, we pan back towards Brandy and Theo. What do we see on their faces, Tom and
1: David? Brandy's, I think, stunned. Not on board with this plan.
2: A a look of very grave concern. In Theo's mind, they are terrified that this is going to be another student at Surfloat Tower um, moment. This is going to be another helpless loss. But I think... Theo's also got to know Kenny, and so if anybody is going to be able to do this and survive and do this well, it is Kenny, and this is the only option. And Theo, as you look back
0: at Kenny, you see this backlit silhouette of the boy from Comover Town walking slowly towards this unbelievable light. So, yeah, you know, Mr. N, the church, they've just casually ripped a tear in the fabric of space and time. No big deal. Absolutely no big deal. Uh, Welcome to our new arc. Hope you enjoyed Cosmic Power, but this is the new one. This is the shiny one, the one that's fresh out of the oven, not stale. No mouldy bits on this. No, this is Spatial Rend. I know, it's a big name for a big arc. There are some twists and turns in this one, guys. I cannot wait for the next four or five episodes. Uh, it's It's a short one, compact, but my goodness is this one filled with some juicy content. I cannot wait for you to listen to the next few episodes. Some thank yous, as ever. First off, get the obvious ones out of the way. Thank you to Junichi Masuda and Satoshi Tajiri for creating Pokemon. Thank you to Glitch X City and Braxton Burks and Materia Collective for some of the music used in this episode. And of course, to Epidemic Sound for the other ambient sounds and sound effects. Thank you to our wonderful supporters, our patrons. We have some new ones, I think, who have not yet had a shout out, so here we go. This is it. Your debut, Heather L. Snell. Thank you, Megan Taylor, Betsy Lewin Lay, Lee Lay Lay Laylow, Darius Jurgauski, Pokerdash 55, Audrey Rethendith, Ellie Lieberman, Jirembi, Turtle of a 2244, Carrie Morrison, Wolf'sbane. Scott M, Dr. Mega Man PhD, Haikili, Kaikopin Cosplay. You've got to send us one of your cosplays soon, by the way, Kaikopin. Big Fat Nuke, Jonah Jackson, Trigula, Josh Anderson, Alchemage, Cesar Trevino, Force Majeure, Cranic Creations. Here we go, Eric. I'm going to get this right now. It's German, yeah? German. German. Okay, here we go. Eric. Eric Eichinger. Eric Eichinger. Eric Eichinger. I've given you some variations, Let you know, pick your top three and that will move on to the next round and we can improve from there. Milamoy, Ginny Voss and Alice Dare Collinson, thank you all so much for your wonderful support. We have been releasing a lot of new Patreon goodies recently, there were a couple of bonus videos that went out the other week. We have our MechaNikits series about the making of and betterment of our game system, Pocket Monster of the Week, which is continuing to, <laughs> I was going to say improve, but it is developing, it's changing, evolving. We also have some bonus content, such as our Formian Short series, which is a series of little improv episodes about various characters in the Formian region, and David's romantic Valentine special, Continental Crush. Don't miss that. Join our Patreon. And if you join at the top tier, you get to do your previously. You get to get your midsection character to the front of the queue. It's amazing. If you want to support us in other ways that are less financially related, you can share us, talk about us. We've actually had... Some pretty fantastic numbers recently has been a real spike in listeners. And we have to imagine that is because you guys are sharing the podcast and we can't thank you enough for that. Any tweet, any mention, any review that you give us on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, or wherever you can review the show, makes a huge difference and it just draws more people to the show. And the more people that listen, the more people enjoy it, the bigger our community grows. And we want as many of you to be enjoying it together as possible because it's just one big Critical Ditto family. Speaking of a family... I want to thank my players, Tom, Ali and David, the best collaborators, storytellers and players of Brandy Theo Kenny, a person could ask for. Thank you, guys. Oh, my goodness. I almost forgot to say we're a not-for-profit and fan-made. Can you imagine if I'd left that out? That would be it. That would be the end. Alarms blaring. The blast shield doors would come down. Podcast over. God, that was close. Slipped it in at the end, though. We are safe. So, until next time, remember, adventure is out there. I've just got a step in the tall grass.
1: I will be taking on Church Acolyte Blubble. He's just going to do this. Blah, 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 blah. That's what I'm going to do in the scene. Uh, And that doesn't sum up what our show is. Nothing does.